Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. 39 and single, can someone help me out? He could be balding, bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball, gay, straight, black, white, tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm, sperm cast. Welcome. Well, as I said last week, pregnancies are dated from the first day of your last period. So officially, today I am five weeks and five days pregnant. So let's read from What to Expect When You're Expecting, week five. Your little embryo, which at this point resembles a tadpole more than a baby, complete with tiny tail, is growing fast and furiously and is now about the size of an orange seed, still small, but exponentially larger than before. This week, the heart is starting to take shape. In fact, the circulatory system along with the heart is the first system to be operational. Your baby's heart, about the size of a poppy seed, is made of two tiny channels called heart tubes, and though it's still far from fully functional, it's already beating, something you might be able to see on an early ultrasound. Also in the works is the neural tube, which will eventually become your baby's brain and spinal cord. And that's it! In other words, my fingers are very, very tightly crossed, and I sleep with crystals. But other than my lack of period and my inability to stay awake in the late afternoon, I don't have any other indications of pregnancy. So far I'm not nauseous, although what to expect when you're expecting says that that usually starts around week 6 and only 75% of women get morning sickness. My boobs aren't sore or larger, damn it. And I'm not fucking moody at all. The good news is I had my first baby dream. The bad news is it's so gross. I shouldn't even tell you you're going to have me arrested. But basically my baby was starving. I'd never fed it since it had been born a week earlier. And when I realized that, I pressed on my boob and peanut butter started coming out of my nipple. And the baby loved it. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, let me change the subject. I have got two wonderful guests coming up. I tell you their names, but I like how it comes up organically in the conversation. I'm also a little bit lazy. The thing to know about this interview is that it happened before my last episode, so these guys don't know that I'm pregnant yet. Oh my gosh. Hmm. Here we are. Oh. On a Saturday afternoon. Wait, just so you guys know, I you know I edit the shit out of these so I can cut anything that you want me to cut. Cut this. And this. <laughs> and this. And this. And then a little bit of this. But everything else keep. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm a big proponent of... Not edit, not omitting. You wait and Just, see because. Okay. <laughs> well, we're gonna get deep. Yeah. I'm gonna get deep inside of you guys. Okay. It. Speaking of deep inside, uh, I don't know. Maybe I should wait for you to prompt this. But uh, <laughs> it, is there a baby growing deep inside? <gasps> there is. Is there really? Is there really? Yes. Are you serious? Congratulations. Oh my- <laughs> that is amazing. My mind wow. is. Am I recording? I think my God. mind is breaking. The, uh, so we're the first guests to know. Yeah. Oh my God! Congratulations! Success. This is a win. 
boom. Uh, great. That wasn't a great high five, but that, that was great news. I know. Congratulations. Look, yeah. You know what? I forgot to update you on my third beta. Well, last Wednesday, I went in for my third blood test to check and see if my HCG numbers were doubling. I did the blood test in the morning, and again, they told me I'd hear from them around 4.30 or 5. And this time, it was a little bit more chill. I was able to get some work done and focus. I even forgot about it at one point and then noticed the clock at 4.44. Then I forgot again. But then when the phone rang at 4.53, all the nerves came back. I answered the phone with my heart pounding in my throat, my hands shaking, out of breath. The human body is a weird. Anyway, my numbers were good. My HCG had gone from 127 to 317 in 48 hours. And that's the last I've heard about it and the last I'll know about it till next Monday when I get my ultrasound. But I do have another worry. But I don't know if I should be worried or not. Well, you know how I do my basal body temperature and it's usually 97.6-ish? It's lower yesterday and today, 97.1. I'm scared that that means bad stuff, but it might just be that I'm using fewer comforters <laughs> because it's been warmer in LA. Oh, I don't know. I don't like thinking about it. I just want to be pregnant till Monday and cross that bridge when I get to it if I have to. Let's not worry about it, everybody. Well, you were walking to throw something away and you like rubbed your belly and I was like, I wonder. Oh my God, I did? You did. You held it. You just like because I have gas. Oh. Yeah. It's... Well, baby kicks, right? It's gas. I mean, you, you notice when everyone. Speaking of gas, I don't have gas, but I do have heartburn. And here's why I'm not calling it a pregnancy symptom. Well, y'all know I struggle with my stomach issues. I think. But basically five years ago, I started getting really bad heartburn and mild consistent nausea. And I had an endoscopy and the doctor discovered ulcers and a hiatal hernia and diagnosed me with GERD and prescribed me Prilosec, which basically blocks the production of acid in your tummy. So for me, this would allow my ulcers some time to heal. Over the years, I've tried multiple times to get off of Prilosec, but every time I try, the heartburn comes back worse because Prilosec withdrawal causes a bad rebound effect and your body just overproduces stomach acid. Anyway, cut to now, my gastroenterologist, who told me before I started trying to get pregnant that Prilosec would be fine during pregnancy, now tells me that Prilosec is a category C drug. According to the FDA, category C means that animal reproduction studies have shown an adverse effect on the fetus and there are no adequate and well-controlled studies in humans, but potential benefits may warrant use of the drug in pregnant women despite potential risks. So his suggestion is that I stop taking Prilosec or wean myself off it and replace it with Pepsid AC, which is a much wimpier acid blocker. And I'm cool with doing that. I just wish he had told me before I was trying to get pregnant because you need to eat when you're pregnant. And when I have heartburn, I can't eat and I lose weight. And when you're pregnant, you need to eat and gain weight. It's all good, y'all. I'm getting heartburn here and there, but I'll get through this. And when I do start feeling heartburn, it'll be heartburn from pregnancy and the pressure my baby's putting on my stomach and not because of Prilosec fucking rebound effect. But hey, guess what I discovered while I was researching Category C drugs? Lexapro is also a Category C drug, so I scheduled an appointment with my psychiatrist who in the past also told me that it was fine to take Lexapro while pregnant and we discussed the pros and cons of getting off of Lexapro. The pros being, you know, being sure that the drug isn't affecting my fetus in any way, and the cons being that if I have a panic attack while pregnant, that'll be fucking terrifying. 
and maybe it could have an adverse effect on the fetus. But the good news is he said he didn't think it could have a negative effect on the fetus. And last night while reading what to expect when you're expecting, I ran across a section about panic attacks. It says this. If you've had panic attacks in the past, you're probably all too aware of the symptoms, and most women who have panic attacks during pregnancy have had them before. They're characterized by intense fear or discomfort, accompanied by an accelerated heart rate, sweating, trembling, shortness of breath, feeling of choking, chest pain, nausea, or abdominal distress, dizziness, numbness, or tingling, or chills or hot flashes that appear seemingly out of the blue. They can be incredibly unsettling, of course, particularly when they strike for the first time during pregnancy. But happily, though they definitely affect you, there is no reason to believe that panic attacks affect the development of your baby in any way. So I'm weaning myself off Lexapro. We're starting at two and a half milligrams, which I started today, and we'll be on that for a week or two, and then I'm gonna go to every other day, and then we're gonna see what happens. If I start to have panicky feelings again, then I'll just start again. Hey, and the bright side of getting off of all of these medications now is that if there's an apocalypse, I can focus my attention on keeping me and my baby alive and fed, and we won't have to waste time looting drugstores as we head east across a post-apocalyptic wasteland to save my parents. Wait, I should introduce you guys. Okay. We should wait. But I can't. Okay. Okay. Because, Megan, I don't know your last name. <laughs> and that's fine. We don't have to say it. I want to know it. It's... <laughs> uh, Reesburg. Reesburg? Mm hmm. How do we spell that? Well, because my... I was thinking Reese Witherspoon, but that's not, that's not a last name. <laughs> no, that's, that's, not, that's no. one full name Reese Witherspoon. My family spells it R E I S B E R G. Oh. Which many people throughout my life have been like, that's not how you say it. There's no way. Your family messed up. And they, I think they did. But my family's been going with Reesburg. As opposed to. How does the Berg go? Well, Berg. B-E-R-G? Mm-hmm. Reisberg. Is yeah. it German? Um, perhaps. I call it Poland pre-Poland. Hmm. Poland pre-Poland. So it's like... Poland pre-Poland. That's what I would call it, too. <laughs> From what... Yeah. From a hashtag. This Before my... Poland pre-Poland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Before my family came over to the U.S., it was like Russian territory, which then became like Poland mm. after they redrew lines or whatever. Gotcha. I don't know. I hear you. <laughs> I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, Megan, free Poland. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> that's, that's, me. All I that's all I remember. That's a good way. That's a good way to do it. Yeah. No, I mean that's yeah, free Poland. Yeah. And Nate, I know your last name. Bal- uh, Ballard. Ballard. Yeah. Ballard. One of the things that I love about and hate, I mostly hate it about uh-huh. Nate is this is for my <laughs> listeners. Don't respond. I'm talking to my listeners. Okay. 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 One of the things I hate about uh-huh. Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a listener, actually. Oh, that's we true. We both are. We are caught up. In fact, yes. that's why you're here. But okay. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I hate about Nate <laughs> is that he's nonstop, what, pun word manipulator? I that, would say like, that's part of it. I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm just exclusive puns. Okay. Yeah, I don't understand what it is that you do, but you do it all the time, and <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate it. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take it. Uh, yeah, it's... You basically, it's like I gain friendship through, like I guess a constant barrage of, of just stimulus. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's not. But uh-huh. either way, it's like I'm undeniable at a certain point. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so annoying that you're mm-hmm. just like fine. That's not yeah. the word I was going to use, but yes, I guess that would be the <laughs> word. Irresistibly that annoying. There it is. Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. You used that word again. Okay, great. <laughs> I heard irresistible. And, and Megan, that. I don't know you as well as Nate because I perform with Nate on a team called Bowie, That's but right. you are Nate's girlfriend. That doesn't yeah. define you, obviously. We just had a conversation about that recently. She doesn't want to be known as 
Nate's girlfriend? Yeah, which I don't blame oh, her. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, well, see? Well, well, it's a good thing I said that you're I mean, not defined yeah. by that. I don't want to speak for you, Megan. So. Yeah, stop thank, talking. Thank you so Nate. much. This is going to be thank a problem, you. everyone. Ahead of time, I want you to know. <laughs> I will try not to talk on this podcast. Megan and I are not going to be able to get any words in. That's not true. You guys, you can talk. Go ahead. Just talk. Shh. Oh. Okay, Megan. <laughs> yes. Hi. How Hi. do you feel about being Nate's, you know? Coming into the improv community where Nate was already so established. Uh-huh. I feel like I've come into the community now quite a few years. I can be disassociated with. That's right. Megan's also uh, an improviser. It's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Improviser comedian. Yeah. Stand up? No, oh. but I do that every day on my own two feet. Oh, girl. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I wasn't she, expecting a pun She's from also you. very funny. Um, and I, I think she'd kill at stand up. Megan gets, I think, by audiences pigeonholed into being because she's more, got a more of a petite stature and she looks that's true she can it's, look very yeah. young mm-hmm. and i think people uh make probably assumptions about the way she's going to perform and she often surprises the audiences yeah. um by being smarter than them mm. and making those thank very you smart choices. yeah that thank is, you so much nice. oh my gosh now i get it well we usually <laughs> I mean, when we're doing when you're doing improv, it's usually to audiences of kindergartners. It's so you, true. You literally, are smarter than. Them. And sometimes the teachers will call me over and say, "Hey, you get back. We're going inside." <laughs> so, but no, you guys are fans of the show, and you listen together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Amazing. What's a good show? If it wasn't a good show, I'd probably listen to a few episodes and be like, "Yeah, I listened to it. It was it was really interesting to listen mm-hmm. to." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's actually a great show. Thanks, it's Dad. actually, it's a great show. Oh, God. I said good earlier. It's not just good. It's I great. I didn't hear you. Okay, well, listen now. I'm listening. It, listen back. Molly, this is from Molly when she's editing. Yeah, if we can just recut this part and insert it one more insert time. Insert great later. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, I actually might do that. Okay. <laughs> this is a great show. Um, <laughs> I know, I, in my head, I keep going, Nate, Molly's pregnant. It's Molly's true. pregnant. It's very exciting. It's I can't stop smiling. So you're naming the baby after both of us? I don't yes. quite know how that's going to work. Pre-Poland. <laughs> yes. That's great. Pre-Poland hockey. Yes. Pre-Poland Ballard. Ballard? No, Pre-Poland Ballard Ballard. Pre-Poland Ballard Ballard. I think we got it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. No, but here, here is the reason you're here today. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Because the, the fact that you listen to this and you're younger than me, you're a younger couple. Oh, I don't remember how old you are. You told me the other day, but I forgot. Do you want to know? Well, you're not as young as, as Megan. No. How old are you? I'm 29. Wow. She's turning She does 30. look a lot younger turn- than her age. I am ne- Yes. Do you hate that? You're going to um, love it at some I, point. I hear that when I turn 40 is when I will really appreciate it. That yeah. is like the <laughs> number one thing said to me. <gasps> when you turn 40 you will really appreciate it yeah but the first 40 years of your life are gonna suck <laughs> are gonna be <laughs> oh yep are, oh are you on break from school oh are you <laughs> oh my god <laughs> i went to get a dress fitted for a, a wedding when i was back home uh two weeks ago in chicago in chicago and uh the woman's like oh so this is for prom and my mom goes nope <laughs> No, this is not. This is she's a little bit older than that. And usually my mom loves to have people guess my age. It's like a oh. carnival game. Oh. <laughs> it's very bizarre. <laughs> Nate, and you're thirty five. You look a lot younger too. I know. I would assume that you were both twenty five. Oh, wow, that's I haven't gotten twenty five in a while. A lot. 
Well, you act younger. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I know. yeah. But, the, but the reason, I keep saying this, the reason you're here is because you listen to the podcast together. You're a younger couple, and mm-hmm. I want to know how this has affected your relationship. Oh. I mean, you're listening to stuff about babies, but you're not married. You, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what status your relationship is in. So I don't obviously don't want to, you know, stir the waters or I don't know what I just want to know what it's like to listen as a young couple. Well, it's complicated. It's <laughs> my favorite movie. And um, um, no, I mean, I think you can ask us anything uh, as long as it pertains to something we can answer. Um, so what's the question? Is that just a broad over- overview? I'm just telling you why you're here. Why, why we're here. This is why you're here. I mean, well, A, the podcast is... Uh, we get it. It's, it's great. It's decent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, what is it like? <laughs> Shut the... I really... I only brought you here so I could talk to Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Megan. <laughs> yes, Molly. <laughs> How long have you been dating? I thought about this on purpose for this podcast. Uh, we're just shy of three and a half years. Mm. Mm-hmm. Three and a half years. That's pretty solid. Now, have you been solid this whole time? Uh, there was uh, one, <laughs> one uh, hiccup. Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, I mean, I don't want to blame the podcast. Is it the podcast fault? I don't think so. I no. mean, well, anything that a person puts into their head is going to influence them. I don't know. Sure. I don't think it was specifically the podcast. I mean, the podcast is solid. It's like, that's a, your podcast is a rock. Stop it. <laughs> it's um, like a diamond. It's the strongest material out there. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say so. Um, it's, uh, I mean, the podcast, I, to answer your original question, we can go back to this in a second, but the podcast influencing our relationship, um, I don't know if I've seen overt, like an overt change or action taken because of the podcast. It's definitely helped me like, think about things mm. um it relationship wise i guess i don't know if that's that's maybe a broad answer well the, how about this megan yes do you know if you want kids or not i i feel like i'm that perfectly balanced coin right now mm-hmm. uh but as i get older i'm letting the practical side of like where my future's going and everything uh-huh persuading me probably towards no but I'm at that very like in between of uh because of how I was like brought up but then how I'm going that I I don't know and what about listening to um ABD and Colleen talking about the paths they chose as artists do you do you want your careers to be actors and improvisers and artists or or do you have other career goals in mind so far, yes, that uh, artist is where I'm at, mm-hmm. brain-wise, everything. I feel like if I were to be pregnant, I would drop that all instantly and get like a boring nine to five because mm-hmm. all I would think about is how do I afford to have a baby? Right. But as of right now, yeah, I'll, I'm just artist future kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely. I don't, I wouldn't be able, I wouldn't be happy if I was pursuing something that I wasn't passionate about. I do have a day job, which is waiting tables, but... Mm-hmm. Um, where, to, where can people see you waiting tables? Oh, uh, at the uh, Lala's Argentine Grill. Ooh, on Melrose? No, that's the original. Um, uh, <laughs> I said that's the original as if that's I'm making a point, but uh, no, it's uh, in the valley. It's on uh, Laurel Canyon. No, it's on 
Ventura. Mm, I was going to say. Close to Little Canyon. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Close cool. to Radford, right? Yeah, close to yeah. Radford. Mm-hmm. Radford? Mm-hmm. Yeah. CBS? Mm-hmm. I had it's an audition actually, there the yeah, other right day. The corner. Really? Ooh. You should have popped into Lala's. If you have some sort of pass from Radford, uh, we can give you anybody who is coming from CBS... <laughs> As long as they can show proof, which I don't need proof. I just, you can say it, but we get, you can get a discount. Okay. All right, listeners. (laughs) All right, listeners. So if you work at CBS or if you're auditioning there, head on over to Lala's on Ventura. Ventura, yeah. And Nate, do you want kids? No. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So has this, has the podcast made you guys have that conversation before? Or is that just? I, I think we had that conversation before the podcast. Yeah started yeah i believe i mean you correct me Megan, mm-hmm, when, sure. I, when i when i am wrong here <laughs> uh, but uh i feel like when we first started dating i feel like i had mentioned that we didn't want kids but then we talked about it almost a year later and you seemed like we didn't have that conversation yeah i can't remember you said on the first date you mentioned that you didn't want to have kids and i don't remember that but i could also see myself being like well that's not important right now that's right i, I just want to have fun right it's a great first date conversation <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't know if it was first do you date, always say that on your first I date do. Yeah, oh, so yeah, hi yeah. i'm nate and i do not want to have that's, kids yeah, basically how i open any combo <laughs> nate why do you know so why are you so sure i used to be all about kids like oh. growing up i wanted to have kids family and if i by like 21 mm-hmm. i would be married with a career and kids like this is when i was you know still in high school and as i got into any sort of like adult mentality even just like a hint of adult mentality i was i was like i'm not even close to mm. my projection of what my life was going to be like right and then 25 i was like what am i doing with my life kind of thing and I feel like it's because I put these prerequisites on my life. Yeah, so my projection of my reality was not what my reality actually was. And I think it took me a couple of years to like really wrap my head around the fact that I'm not going to have the projection of that life that I was thinking about. And then when I started really like accepting the reality I was living in, then I really started asking myself, well, what do I want? And the answers were not it was not a family i feel like it's hard for people to to they get stifled in too many choices if they don't know so like when you're looking for a movie on netflix or something i mean i've got a my queue is huge like it's like i, I don't even know how to make a queue can you show me later sure uh, it's easy it's already made for you so all you gotta <laughs> do is just add it to your wish list or whatever but yes i can show you uh it's super <laughs> easy but there's so many options you want to watch something you want to watch something good then you end up scrolling through trying to find the best thing to watch. You end up 30 minutes of doing that as opposed to actually watching something. Yeah. So I feel like if, for myself at least, I'm much happier if I decide to make a choice yeah. and then move forward with that. Yeah. And then if it's, you know, if it's not a movie I want to watch or whatever it is, then that's okay. I, at least I know now. Mm-hmm. And so then I can make, I'm better educated to make another choice. You're a great example actually of somebody who, decided to do you wanted something you decided to do it Mm -hmm. and it's there's no there's no right steps a right process to get there it's to me it's like once you know what you want then all your subtle decisions and unconscious choices feed that yeah but it's hard to figure out exactly what you want or Mm -hmm. what to focus your attention on or how to make any of those decisions absolutely 100 percent. but it does feel so much better once you do make them Mm -hmm. it's so hard to 
figure it out though. Yeah. I mean, this is what a, uh, and I mean, again, I'm going to oh, God, be complimenting, Nate. but look at this, like this medium, this very new fresh medium, uh, <laughs> even though it's been around what now for 10 years podcasting, I feel like. I don't know. It's not, not super long. <laughs> and like the way it's expanded and blown up and you can like, podcasting, it can be such a personal thing because somebody listening can be listening to it when they're in their most intimate, you know, vulnerable mm -hmm. state. Mm -hmm. And so you can really speak to those people and, you know, like make them feel feelings. And that is, it. it, it it's a different kind of process than like having to go through an agent to get a job, to do an audition, to get yeah. possibly a job that hopefully they'll use the right edits and the right cuts of, you know, the thing you're filming and, and you don't have as much control over it. This you have almost almost complete control and like that's really like that also but i can't control what you say no but you can edit it out <laughs> or you can edit it together yeah just like just take a work just take great and then just insert yeah, it everywhere. Just put great everywhere maybe i'll take some of what you're saying and just chop it up and put mm -hmm. it into something right now oh okay <laughs> <laughs> i didn't chop it up and put it into something <laughs> I just did. I just did your side. Yeah. So now I don't have to go and do that. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, did it sound like a piano or whatever that is, like um, a keyboard? I think it's a harp. A harp. It's yeah. very dreamlike. It's great. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love the sides. You love that. Does it give you a little chill up at the back of your spine? There is. I think there is you, a Pavlovian like I. I'm always like it's such a nice sound <laughs> that when we do cut away to something, I'm like, ooh, what's this? Go whatever it's gonna be, even if it's a topic that I don't necessarily have interest in, I'm listening. Yeah, there's a moment in my brain that goes, oh, here comes a fun fact. <laughs> and when you don't cut away to something, uh, it's really, it's really funny because you subvert the expectation. <laughs> Hi, what are you doing? Are you still listening? I'm so tired. <laughs> I want to go to bed. Bye. So both are good. Whether you either cut away or you don't. Oh, we're gosh, gosh. Uh, I don't know if I answered your question. I'm I don't gonna... remember what my question okay. was, but I want to talk to Megan more now, just no, you know, for evenness. Sure. Oh. <laughs> for his paragraphs, I say a sentence. Yes, but don't worry, I'll cut it down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, Megan, so um, did you growing up have an, a different idea about uh, what you would want in your future? Oh, yeah. Uh, just like it's been stated previously on your episodes, I grew up being like, okay, when I turn 20, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet a person and we're going to get married. And at 21, I'm an adult. I'm going to have a baby. I'm going to have a family. Oh, wow. But like, that's how I feel... Coming from the Midwest, yeah, we were raised and everything. And it was very much like in my family, we talked a lot about marriage and, oh, when this cousin's going to ma get married, they're going to have a baby. And it was just ingrained in my head that these are the process steps that are going to happen in my life kind of thing. And I went to, I thought about this yesterday, I went to a theater camp where <laughs> it was three weeks away from home and there was like a carnival night where there would be like booths and one of the booths was getting married like to other oh. to other people and you would get like tokens or tickets or something and then you How and a friend uh, I went for four years starting when I was nine. Oh wow and every summer with my friend camp counselor and I was just a camp attendee we would get married you and your counselor well not my counselor personally was it a but guy like, it was a friend that I made that was a guy yeah <laughs> but it's mm. like now that I think about it every year How you always weird married is that? him yes all I remember is you would go up it together someone would be like and you're now married and then you'd maybe take a picture together and you'd get a fake ring and then you'd and then that was it and Did then you ever you know 
have anything else with this Can I tell you? I mean, is there a documentary coming out with this? No. Oh, goodness. Okay. And so, how has that changed? Oh, um, uh, well. Or when did it start to change more after starting to pursue a, a career in the arts? Well, kind of. And just getting closer to the age of 20 and realizing that is false Mm. completely false and you turn 21 and you're like i'm not even dating somebody how is this even possible and then you know i would start to be like that's not practical whatsoever and then i dated a guy for just shy of five years who did not want kids whatsoever do you know about this nate that's quite a story (laughs) um oh he knew for sure he didn't yes he knew for sure he did not want kids so we dated for just shy of five years and so then after like a year or two I started being like, well, I don't need kids. You know, I'm right. happily in this relationship. I don't, I, we have each other. Yeah. Uh, we can get dog, we can get so many dogs yeah. kind of thing that it's like, whatever. Well, then we break up and then <gasps> I realize, whoa, kids, like that could be a possibility again, right? Like I don't have to, is this really seeping back into my brain to like be able to have a child? And so then I didn't date anybody for like a year and a half or so just, you know, doing my thing and realizing that like, oh, well, I could always adopt one day. So then because I have all this love to give and I want to give it to something or someone. Mm-hmm. So I thought about, OK, well, I could do that or, you know, get inseminated myself and have a child. And then you like, thought about that I in your did. 20s. I did just because like as a wow, as a it felt it felt option. like. I got a divorce because we yeah. lived together and then we, I had to like get rid of his stuff and like figure out what stuff I'm keeping and this and that, that like, I feel like I matured so much from it. And I was yeah. 25 at the time, I and believe. how old did you look at that time? Oh, <laughs> I was going on a ripe 12. <laughs> uh, I do, I am according to retail, the size of a 12 year old, just for everybody listening. I'm very tiny. Um, but then we started dating and then we had that conversation, if not the first date or whatever, eventually. And it just came back that it's like, well, I could always leave Nate and then <laughs> eventually have a kid by myself or something or just have fur babies, which I would love to adopt yeah. older dogs or older cats just to like give them a beautiful forever home yeah. kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. But there has been a moment or two where I've been like, oh man, my friends are getting pregnant. Like, what is that? What do kicks feel like? I only live once, right? What does it feel like to have this belly growing? And I feel like that's the one thing that is keeping me teetered. Right, right, Is like just knowing what it feels like. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. How do you feel? How Me? do you feel now that you've found out that you, you've gotten the news? I feel, I feel good. I was Great. like, uh, uh, hold on! I don't want to go back to me. I want to talk to you okay, guys. Okay, 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 okay. Just know that um, I'm curious about your feelings. Yes, we have okay, so have... many questions. Oh, oh, we, okay, we can do that in a little bit. But okay. I have a little bit more questions for you. So, what was this hiccup? Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I knew that was coming. Um, eventually, because uh, I felt the indigestion, the burp coming. Uh, <laughs> that is what a hiccup is. That's what it is. It's a burp, right? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, 
No. I don't think so. It's, no. it's a bunch of little involuntary am I, burps. Am I gonna have to cut away to hiccups? It's a it's you a can. it's your diaphragm having like a spasm that causes I thought I think. Hiccups are medically known as synchronous diaphragmatic flutter. Each of us has a flat plate of muscle just beneath our lungs, separating our chest from our abdomen. It's called the diaphragm, and it helps us breathe. When it moves downward, it sucks the lungs to pull in air through the nose and mouth, and when it moves upward, it forces air out of our lungs. The movement of the diaphragm is directed by the brain, which sends signals down nerves that end in the diaphragm. A hiccup occurs when the brain sends a signal from the diaphragm to shift forcefully downward, suddenly pulling a lot of air into the back of the throat. The sudden change in pressure causes the glottis at the top of the windpipe to slam shut, producing the characteristic hic sound. Hiccups are caused by stimulus, normally an irritation, to either the vagus or phrenic nerves. Short-term hiccups can be caused by eating too much or too quickly, feeling nervous or excited, drinking carbonated beverages or too much alcohol, stress, a sudden change in temperature, or swallowing air while sucking on candy or chewing gum. But there are also long-term hiccups, you guys lasting weeks, months, and years. The longest case of hiccups is 61 years. So I started getting, uh, I started having doubts uh, oh. mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. about me. Uh, this kind of comes back to kind of the doubts or whatever, the projection of self. It was about a year and a half in, right? What did you do? Did you split up? Yeah. For like a month? For a month. <laughs> For a month? We did, yeah. We did. And it was, it was horrible. Um, but you were, because of doubties. It was me trying to figure out, like, this seems like it's getting more serious. Mm -hmm. Am I all? Am I into this and seeing where this goes and continuing to date this wonderful person, or do I want to cut and run now? So we broke up for a month, but yeah. So I had doubts and I hadn't been addressing them, and then finally we had a horrible night Ugh. of breaking up, Ugh. and then not even. I mean, it was probably not even a month before we were back together. Because we we did try to separate, and it lasted about a week. Right, you mean you didn't see to each other, talk to separate. each other, right? And then, uh, <laughs> oh, mean, you mean you then you then you after about a week you saw each other and and like hooked up. We drank. decided to try it, and then like try what? Try get just <laughs> we were like oh because we could feel something happening, and I was like you know what? Let me just stay to friends and and let you figure something out, whatever. Did and you live then, together at the time? Yes, we've oh. lived together now for two almost two years. We we started living in sin the. After the <laughs> after the first year, um, it was I think it was about a year when we, after we moved in together I believe right that we were dating about a year and a half. Year and a half. So you guys got back together because you uh, you were weak. Actually, after a week you got weak. Yes. I, yeah, that's actually that's pretty much how I felt. I was like, this is just weakness. But then, really intellectualizing it, my doubts I thought stemmed from us like being together and you know do like I love her but like and I treat her right and whatever. And that's mm -hmm. also, I mean, that was definitely a serious consideration. Like, I don't want to neglect her mm -hmm. when I'm trying to figure myself out. But it was me figuring myself out that I needed to work on. And, mm -hmm. like, cutting her out of my life would only make my life uh, less. Not So with her in it, yeah. she's very supportive. She's great. Um, she is as great as this podcast. Um, and <laughs> maybe even better. Probably, yeah. As she's a human no, being. No, it could not I mean, possible. She's uh, a real person. Yeah, that, that's that's yeah. She's not just a concept, but um, <laughs> but um, she's yeah, very supportive. And I needed to like take a break to realize I needed her so much, mm. kind of thing. And then we got back together, and I mean, you tell me, but I feel like it's only gotten more 
Yeah, it's been very good. Yeah? And it feels adult. Yeah. yeah. Adult's oh. a good word for it. As far as like not... So do you feel, feel like my podcast has made your relationship stronger? <laughs> yes, of in, course. Is that what yes. you're trying to say? I'm saying that <laughs> yes. my doubts were because I was like, we don't have anything to listen to. Yeah. And um, it's great to listen to. It's so fun. <laughs> no, stop. I'm serious. Your podcasts are, it's so dense. It really is. Mm-hmm. It's so dense in a lot of episodes that it's like, it takes a little bit to digest some of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's so much education in it. Yeah. So... I we don't listen to a lot of podcasts together together, but this one specifically, I feel like it just it can speak to both of us in different ways. Have you ever listened naked, Megan? <laughs> the two of you together. Um, I'm only saying Megan because he's been talking for a while. <laughs> um, no, actually, do when you, we do you lie in bed? What do you do? <laughs> for I'll be honest, we we have a job where we have to travel long distances, and we will actually listen to your podcast for the most part like driving to work you, you work together we have a job where we will work it's, together it's we do like uh corporate events so it's not like you're lying there on a saturday night on your bed together listening cuddling and listening to i mean because that's how i always imagined it <laughs> yeah maybe i'd be on the bed and he'd be on a chair maybe my legs would be up and his would be down okay. and oh. if it's if it's hot out we could be sweating what I mean, about feet? Do you rub each other's feet while you listen to my podcast? You, yeah, I don't know if you just saw her face. She's yeah. not a feet she person. She doesn't like feet, apparently. Well, I don't like my feet. <laughs> oh, uh, wow, they look cute for I'll, me. Thank you so I'll much. I'll rub her feet. I rub your feet sometimes. Thank I mean, you. I have no aversion to it. Uh, I'm sure, I'm sure. <laughs> Want to know a secret about the hockeys? We love rubbing each other's feet. You walk into the TV room around Christmas time when there's a bunch of people in there and there are feet going in every direction. You don't know whose foot is in your lap, but it doesn't matter. You're rubbing it regardless. Do you like Nate's feet? Yeah, uh, yeah, I will actually, I'll touch his feet. I'll try to, but then he gets ticklish. Nate sweats a lot. He does. Especially when he does improv. Oh, yeah. He sweats talking sometimes. Oh, yeah. Are you starting now? A little bit. A little bit on the forehead. Oh. Just a little glisten. Okay. I didn't see because you're silhouetted. I can't see you at all right (laughs) now. Oh, I'm standing. I'm actually behind you right now. Um, uh, I feel like there's probably one episode where we were naked. Nice. (laughs) If that's the answer you're looking for. That's what I was looking for. If not, we will go home and we will get naked and listen (laughs) to our own podcast. Oh my God. That would be great. Yeah. So what is your podcast? Thread Corner. What is it? It is a podcast that we cater. We do catering for it. And it's... Um, this guy. I don't know what Nate's saying. Is this a joke? Uh, technically, this is correct. I don't uh, understand. The podcast is okay. So this guy Thread, uh, he had a brother who died tragically in a car wreck. Oh gosh! And his brother. This is true. His brother. This is all true for the podcast. His. Brother, oh, I see. It's an improvised story. I don't know what you're talking about. So his brother. Okay, look, they've got this podcast, and from I, I have not listened yet. I don't understand, and I'm going to listen. I'll say this. Um, this is something that a, a lot of people probably won't do, but I guarantee you it's a podcast that has a lot of value, but you have to start at the beginning and because it builds on itself. It's and true. at first, it might seem like it's not worth your time, but if you keep with it, it it. Probably is. It's a very long podcast, and I think that will detour people. From <laughs> detour. Detour. Yeah, uh, they they'll take a, a detour, a detour, and listen to something else. Yeah, if you have a casual hour and a half to two and a half hours, and you just want to throw something oh, on. Oh my, two and a half. Nobody maybe? needs to listen to it at one sitting. Correct. Yes. Here's okay. how you listen to podcasts. And Here's my podcast. question. Here's my question. Okay, great. Do you guys like it? 
love it. Yes. Do you, yeah? You heard it here first, folks. Don't take my word for it. Take theirs. Thread Corner. Now on iTunes and Stitcher and wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe. Now, okay, so did I get to the root of your relationship? <laughs> did I really get in there? If not, get in there. Yeah, what else? Uh, I mean, so we had the doubts, but we got well, back together. I know what I wanted uh-huh. to yeah. ask you, Megan. Oh. I mean, I'm not only asking you, but I don't want you to answer, Nate. So okay. from now, I'm not going to say <laughs> Megan. Okay. But you're just going to know not to talk first. If You could talk after her, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> hey, guys. Hi, thanks for having us. Hi. We're starting over. <laughs> Finally. Yeah. Uh, hi. Yeah. So, do you guys um, talk about the M word? It's come up. Uh, there was a time maybe about a year and a half ago before we got wobbly where I was like, hey, so what do you think about, like, do you see this? I don't know, like, getting married at some point. And Nate was very open and honest. And when we talked about it, at first, Nate was very much like, I'm not getting married. No. And then as he talked for about an hour about it, then he was about... You mean he went on for an hour? Probably. (laughs) There are times when he can just go and go and go. Uh, (laughs) Where then it came down to, well, we let's just be in the present now and not, you know, put some, a pinpoint on a future plan mm-hmm. just yet kind of thing. Cause who knows what could happen? We could, we might not, it could, might not, but let's just not put all our money in. As far as I know, it's not a closed deal. It's open. I don't know how, if I want to or not, it's not a final decision so for me. Would you say that my podcast, has <laughs> you, you know, think about it a more, a more, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, yes, there's a lot of episodes that deal with this topic. I Molly's trying to grab a fruit fly. It's a mosquito. Oh, oh well, not mosquito. Oh. Um, Is it a mosquito? Yeah, it lo- yeah, it looks like I... it. Yes. Why do I have mosquitoes in my house? I'm a mosquito. <laughs> All right, I got to talk about mosquitoes for a second because they are freaky and annoying. And I never noticed mosquitoes in L.A. or my house until about a year ago. And now I see about three to six of them in my house every day. And yes, I kill them, but I apologize to them every time. I'm just so scared of mosquito-borne diseases. The good news is these mosquitoes aren't biting me which is very, very nice of them, especially since I kill them all the time. The other good news is that according to the California Department of Public Health, while there have been cases of Zika recorded in Southern California, they have either been sexually transmitted or contracted while visiting areas with Zika outside of the U.S. So as long as I don't have sex with the mosquitoes, I should be good to go. But I'm still going to kill them. Sorry, mosquitoes. The last episode, Colleen had a really great, succinct answer about her and her significant other Jason yeah. getting married or about how they you know they just they probably won't yeah you know and like that actually she said it way better than I would ever but that she spoke to a lot of the reasons why I feel the same I feel like if you make a promise to somebody that should last on its own and if it doesn't work out then I mean she, she said this I didn't Colleen said about like why get 
you know, lawyers involved and all this other stuff. Oh, yeah. And that was a great point that I don't think I would have been able to make mm-hmm. until I listened to the podcast. But yeah. but I yeah, I felt for a while like to me the ceremony I don't have any interest in pursuing it. If she really, really wanted it, I could see myself I guess saying yes to it, but then you'd have to propose to me. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just the tradition of it is not it's not important <laughs> to me. And just again, figuring my own stuff out, I think putting a wedding into it would would just be like, well, now I have to put everything else in the back burner for the next X amount of months so we can do this thing, this ritual, which we've already agreed that we want to spend our lives together. Yeah. You know? Oh, have you? We, I don't know if you had that. <laughs> but I mean, right now, what are we doing in the moment? Like, I'm not projecting, yeah. I'm not looking right. in the future and being like, I'm definitely going to be and single by 50. And that's how you should do it. Yeah, take it, you know, a day at a time. Yeah. yeah. But unless you know you have opposing views on the direction. Sorry, if, if the listeners can hear, there's a dog lapping up water, dog sitting. And I just noticed that I got very excited while you were talking because the food is gone. Mm-hmm. She does not like to eat food. Mm-hmm. That's great. So It's all gone. Wow. That was a lot. It looked good. It did not. It did. It tasted very nice. <laughs> um, what was I just saying? You were saying uh, something. Oh, unless you know oh, if, you, if one person knows they want to have kids for sure and the other one knows they don't want to have kids for sure, then I don't see why you wouldn't want to just yeah. live in the present moment and, and just see where things go. I think me moving away from the Midwest has also had like a big effect on how I see myself not having kids and maybe not getting married because... I feel like if I were back there, I would fall in line with, oh, I have a nine to five. Oh, all my friends are doing, I'm going to find a guy who like wants this and then I'm just going to fall in line and do that. So then it's like, I'm just following that same repetitive pattern that I just see happening versus like moving away and realizing that I have my own life and I get to make my own decisions. I don't have to fall in line and I don't get me wrong. I love celebrating my friends and them all getting married, but right now it just doesn't, I don't see that and I don't want it right now. And it's just not on my radar of like actually happening kind of thing. It's a thought that it pops up every now and then, but it's not like that's going to happen for, for me, sure. It's always, all of this has always been a constant. Mm-hmm. I've always Still. wanted, mm-hmm. Great. I want yeah. my father daughter dance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, okay. So what would be stopping you from once you're with somebody that makes you, you know, you both make each other insanely happy and you want to spend all your time together and want to live together and have a relationship that is long term. What's to stop you both from like having a, a promise party or something like where you do some of the traditional stuff, but, uh, but it's not, you know, it's not know, necessarily it like a, a like you don't, ceremony. like you don't get a contract signed. Yeah. I don't know. There's something more for sure oddly emotional about it. I guess I've photographed a lot of weddings Uh and I cry every time. I cry when they're doing their 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 vows. I cry when the father daughter dance happens. Mm -hmm. Hey. No. (laughs) No. Lily, no. No. I'm disciplining everybody. That's what I'm gonna do to my baby. Or just discipline. Just discipline. <laughs> Lily, why? She seemed to. Uh, she didn't be, like your foot. I, it's when I'm when I uncross my legs, mm. so oh. I'll cross the other side. Yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't hey. like indecency. <laughs> She's a proper girl. We are naked right now, <laughs> since you've done that before on your podcast. Right here at this very table. Really? That's yeah. not, that's that's. I was sitting right there. Fantastic. The witches all sat around here. 
Um, yeah, where were we? You were... At, oh, at yeah, table. just uh-huh. like always wanting... <laughs> Yeah, you want yeah the the wedding, mm-hmm. the ceremony. Yeah, I don't know why it's so stupid. I don't think it's stupid at all. Do you feel like as far as you've come with this podcast, uh, you know, were you at thirty five episodes, thirty seven? Somewhere around there, I guess. So, do you feel like this podcast has really, I mean, changed your life? Oh yeah, absolutely for the better. Yeah. Do you? Do you? I'm very happy. See, I'm very chill. Were you like that at the when you before you started the podcast? Like right before you started no, it? No, I was like, how in the world am I gonna make any of these dreams come true? You didn't. I mean, I don't know if this was your if this was your thinking when you started it, but it's now reached out to so many people and educated so many people, and still is, and that's re- that's so important, but not something in the plan, you know. That was the plan. <laughs> that was the plan. Well, there you go. So it well, was no. Plan. I mean, my thing was yeah. I wanna, I wanna have a baby and figure out my my life in the process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I always hoped that I would bring attention to this topic and make it less difficult to talk about. That's for pe- great for people to talk about. That I mean, that's just to because me because I like, never felt okay talking about it. Mm-hmm. Everyone talks about your openness and vulnerability on the podcast, and I think. That it is, it's it's inspiring. I, I guess my point is, I'm dancing around it, but the idea that we, as much as we project what we think we want or what we think our lives are going to be like, I feel like the discovery of what our life actually is and accepting that and being okay with that and whatever that brings is like, I think if I had followed what my projection of myself was, then I wouldn't be where I am right now, which I feel elated to be here in right. this moment does that make sense i don't know if yeah this... i wonder if i had had what i wanted that if i would still be acting mm-hmm. yeah. yeah you don't know sometimes i also wonder if i could if i'm 20 years old and i could look at two different futures which one would i have taken yeah, which sliding door side would you be on and i usually think kids and family and well, not acting in insecurity i mean you're you now you're heading towards both well fuck i hope so Mm -hmm. yeah that's i mean so how do you feel about it can we can i ask you that now yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. how do you how do you i I mean are you like you had to be elated yeah well i was i was surprised i got i looked in the i just last sunday i thought i had the beginning of my period so i filled them in on the whole story but you've already heard the whole story uh let me ask you this i'm sorry what were you saying of, of course like miscarriages are much higher this at this point this early and i have many friends who've had miscarriages at six weeks seven mm-hmm. weeks mm-hmm. my other best friend at six weeks she had heard the heartbeat and she didn't have her next checkup until 13 weeks so for all that time she thought she was pregnant and Ugh, she wasn't that's so hard yeah terrible mm-hmm. hey no no <laughs> i think it's me i no. think the dog Lily, feels threatened. not appropriate not appropriate don't do that you understand me no that's the that's a good way to discipline just wrap the baby up tight. Squeeze as hard as you can. <laughs> Lily. No. 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 Hey. No, I'm going to put you in the other room. Time out. There it is. You're going to need a time out. Bye. Nice to meet you. 
Um, but one more thing about your podcast. Oh my uh, god! One thing I have I, I have gotten a lot out of is the psychological nature of some of your guests, like the interaction and stuff, and like the way some people react and like how kind of like your the way you interact with them. Oh yeah, wait, sorry. Apology not accepted. No, what? What about your sperm? What about it? <laughs> I mean, do you do- donate sperm to anyone? What I do, I mean, I was, we did have this talk. We did. When this is early, and this is mm-hmm. before you you landed on Zach. I wouldn't say no to it. I just don't think I'm the candidate that you would want. Me or anyone? Well, for your prerequisites, it don't, I don't think I'd fit. Your... But psychologically, you're not opposed to being a donor in general. No, not at the all. idea of it. Mm-mm. As long as it's not your own kid. <laughs> As long as it's not my own. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I mean, if she ever wanted us sing that song, I might list. I'll listen to it and then see if I can harmonize. Join in the tune. Yes. Well, when you were doing, oh, when you were still, this is big. You can actually say it. Uh, so you'd have the segments of you harmonizing, and Nate would just start harmonizing with everybody. And- Whoa! It was, he was good. Oh, Nate's great at singing. Oh, oh yeah. Nate. Yeah. Let's sing a song. Okay. What do you want to sing? I don't know. Um, I never know. And also, this is, I'm really, I hate this part. Um, <laughs> why? You're the one who always brings it up. I know. I love it. I'll melody you harmonize. Okay. Well, even though we ain't got money, I'm, I'm, so, so... I'm too high. It's too high for me. Okay. Yeah. Go, you do a, a different key. Mm. <laughs> How did you know I knew that song? I love that song. Everyone loves it. Everyone who has taste loves that song. You hear that, listeners? Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with your money and everything will bring a chain of love. In the morning when I rise, bring a tear and joy to my eyes and tell me everything's gonna be alright. So I feel like there I started singing with the melody. It's hard not to in that Was it key. Was my key too low? No, it was great. Oh. I just, I like to go falsetto. I don't know the harmony. Your, your tape said do two notes oh, yeah. above. I, that, that. Do part of that, that triad. Was, I was like, I was like, that's an interesting way to learn one, harmony. One, one, two, three. three. So, e- even though, even though, one, one two, two, three. three. Even though we ain't got money, I'm so in love with your honey and everything. And I learned that from Spermcast. Wow, that's good. You learned the harmonies. Thanks for reminding me. No problem. I think we should end it on that. Great. Great, 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 great. This has been harmony to me. I thank you for it's been harmonious. having me on. It's been actually, it's been ever since the beginning. I've been like, oh, oh that'd God. be awesome to be on. But I never wanted to ask because I feel like, why would I ask to be on your podcast? Because then uh, you'd be asking me if I, I would accept your sperm. Yeah, yeah, at the time for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. not anymore. Not anymore, but but you Fingers can have crossed. it. You can have Fingers it. Fingers crossed. You can have it. And well, I don't know why know. I was here, but thank you no, for having you me. Were, no, but no, you were here for this important reason. It's true. It's true. To hear the perspective of younger people. I th- I, I know you're not that young. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. Point is. Oh, okay. <laughs> point is, I was interested in the perspective of a young couple that's not married that may or may not have had these talks or discussions before and i just wanted to see what that was like for you to have my perspective in in your mind as well it's enriched my life 
Oh my god. Hey, not, no, it's, I feel like I'm begging for compliments, but I'm really I just want you I mean, to know I, well, explain why I was curious. No, yeah. I've I've learned so much. I've learned so much about egg donation and surrogates and oh, people's yeah. thought processes and yeah. uh, adoption and reasons to have and reasons not to have and yeah. like I the importance of it cuz my sister-in-law has had two babies now. Uh she had a miscarriage in the middle mm-hmm. and it's just I get to learn about what she's been going through and everything like that. Yeah. So it's very Good. educated. Yeah, there's I, you're there's so many people that you're affecting and have affected that we'll never know about. So why not shower you with the compliments of the people you do know and it's just know so that nice. you're reaching out to other people. I mean, well, thank you. It's an it's it's an insane thing in a great way. Like thank the, you. this culture we live in, where we can actually create something that can be spread worldwide. Yeah, that is cool. It's amazing. That's cool. And if you have the content to back that up, which I think you do. Thanks. But also Thread Corner as well, uh, has the content as well. Thread <laughs> Corner. And that's what we look up on iTunes to find your that's podcast. Thread Corner. Uh, good luck to my to any listeners. I'm, I can't wait to listen to it. And um, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners about before we... Megan? You can catch uh, Nate and myself on Honeymoon every Thursday at 10 p.m. at the Moving Arts Theater on Hyperion. Amazing. You should come play with And us. you can play uh, Because time, we, Molly. T- we always have guests. To. I would love to. I would love to. Megan and Nate are also on house teams over at Second City Hollywood. So if you want to check them out doing improv, they play every other Saturday night. You can find the schedule at secondcity.com forward slash Hollywood. Their teams are called Shimpo and Day Job, respectively. And I'm pretty sure you can get free comps to their shows if you reach out to them individually. You can find Megan on Instagram at the Meg Reese, T-H-E-M-E-G-R-E-I-S. And you can find Nate at Thread Weathers on Twitter and Thread Corner, Thread underscore Corner on Instagram. All right. Thank you so much for coming, you guys. Thank you. And sharing this wonderful day. Okay. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Well, what did we learn today? Young people are cool. Thank you again, Megan Reesberg and Nate Ballard. It was so nice hanging with you. And thank you so much for being such devoted listeners. I hope you do listen to a couple episodes naked and just let me know how that experience is for you. I also want to give a big, big, big thank you to all of my new Patreon subscribers from the last two weeks. You are... Andy and Shelby Gale, you raised your subscription. Thank you. Sally Hall... Grace M. Atkins, Sophia Heffernan, Anna Cork, Kirsten, Sarah Smith, Megan, and Katie Bryan. I think I might have missed a couple, but it's not showing me the ones from March 5th to March 11th. So uh, if you're in there, I'm really sorry. Or maybe I just didn't have any in those dates. I also want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all of the wonderful, supportive, and congratulatory emails, voicemails, texts, and DMs that you sent me over the last week. It's so wonderful to feel your support. Okay, as usual, I'm Rush, so I gotta get out of here. You can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Spermcast. You can leave me a voicemail or text me at 323-741-1818, or you can email me at spermcast at gmail.com. I love you so much, and I appreciate all of you so much. And if you too want to become a Patreon subscriber, just go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast. Have the best, most wonderful week, and wish me luck for Monday. Okay, adios. He could be balding, bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball, from gay, straight, black to white, tiny ass with an underbite. I just need sperm. Spermcast. 
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.